Are we talking about anything? We're not talking about anything. Well, we're, we're I, I have, I have no, no. Are we actually right now? Are we talking about anything? I told you that I distract myself, and I apologize. No, that's I that's can't. That's fine. I um, like I said, came in here. I got you know. I'm in a weird mood. You're pissy and uh, angry pissy, and pissy, angry mood. Um, you know, it's whatever. Uh, you got, you've got things on your mind. Maybe that's what we should call a sec. So we, so, all right. Inside, inside baseball for the people who are, are watching the live stream. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out some segments. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are some segments? And, uh, and, and, and one of the, one of the things that I came up was, you know, what, uh, what makes you itchy today? And I believe I've already shared what made me itchy today. Um, but, but maybe one of the segments should just be what's, what's, what's on Paul's mind this week? What's on, what's on, and then that turns into 90% of the episode. Impressed if that would have just gone bloop on auto done it. There you are. It's a good thing like we weren't in the me- middle of like going to the bathroom. Right, I know, but uh, yeah, it made me just push the button. So, all right, well, we are we're live. We're back. Live. We're back. To us. Now, I'm going to tell I'm you, I'm not as loud this time. No, hopefully. you're not this loud. You sound you sound much better in my headphones. Anyway, I'm going to turn up my headphones, make myself sound a little bit better. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to warn you right now. I am, I am in a, I am, I'm not going to say I'm in a bad mood, but mm. I'm in a, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Angry mood? Just Fussy? a, just a, I am, I'm just, I'm just over it kind of, kind of mood. Like, it. we just, yeah, it, I'm, I'm over, I'm over all of it. I'm not having any of it right now. We had a, am I? we had a, had a deal this e- this evening. My my oldest son was he's he's really really into just just that smart ass crap that you know <laughs> that nine ten year olds do and so yeah tonight tonight it was this whole you know we were getting ready for dinner and he would lay his his head down on the table and my wife was like don't put your head down on the table and so so he so he lifted up an inch. And don't put your head on the table. But my head's not on the table. Yeah. My head's not on the table. I'm not touching the table. Put yeah. your head up. My head is up. See, it's up. It's not on the table. It's up. And finally, we were just like, get out. No dinner. So no dinner for him. He's been actually he he had had a prison meal of a banana and a string cheese in his room. Did you push it to him under the door? Yeah. Well, no, we haven't put the uh, the doggy door for food. But good <laughs> lord, is it coming? Three knocks, open yeah. up. Here's your food. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So that that's gonna that's that's gonna taint my my mm. perception of life tonight because I'm just not having any of it. Just not having any of it. It's better than a, a nine year old that talks like his eighteen and sixteen year old siblings, which is we ask them to do something. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Like we get that from a nine year old. It's a little weird. <sighs> Yeah, I know. I know. I, I I'm really worried it's, about. I mean, it's also hilarious, which is not helpful because it's super hard not to be like, oh my God. right, right. Yeah, I, you know, I'll do the, I'll do this. 
what? Like the whole the like, Ben Wyatt thing from what? Like too, he just becomes, too young he to be like human. He becomes that little human shruggy. Yeah, like yeah. What? Yeah, that maybe that's the fault of watching the Emoji Movie. Yeah, it's not okay. That ruins everybody. No, let's no. talk about it. Let's talk no. about the Emoji Movie. No, no. why not? <laughs> because it it hurts everybody. It's an act of terrorism. It's not. I fell asleep. I immediately fell asleep. Like, how far did you fall asleep? Like, how far into it? Oh, maybe 15 minutes. Really? But I can fall asleep within 15 minutes of anything. Okay. Fair enough. But it doesn't help that it was... How They tried to make a plot out of emojis, which was... Emojis can be anything. They don't only have to be the thing that they are. I'm like... Really, poop can be anything. It can be what? An ice cream cone? Well, no, I guess it can. It could. It's the, it's the exact same shape as ice cream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was all like, you could be any face. But like our emojis don't do that. So no, it's not true. That is true. So I don't know. I feel like I've, I feel yeah. like I've seen the whole thing because I, for, for some reason, my boys love the movie. Like I and 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 yeah, our, my my nine year old didn't hate it. I did. Yeah, I, I and and it's and it's weird because like my five year old is like, I don't understand why people say that this is such a bad movie. They said the Rotten Tomatoes said that it was terrible, but I think it's great. And they've watched it like four or five times. And I so between the between too. the four or five viewings, I think I've caught the whole thing. But uh I don't know. I mean, what I saw, I didn't hate, didn't love it. Certainly didn't fall asleep, but I never actually paid attention because I was also always doing something else in the background. So I don't know. It was uh, yeah. I mean, hate is a strong word. It was not. Yeah, I I I am just shocked that it got made, but I probably shouldn't be. Boss Baby also got made. It's also because it's on Netflix possibly. and it's free and it's there, and uh-huh. that I think that removes a ton of barriers for what we expect from something. It's just like bright and. Whatever other Netflix stuff that's out there, or uh, Cloverfield Paradox, yeah, all that stuff. Where like, it's go, free, it's there. You watch it. You have to take that for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. What What did you really pay for it in the end? You know, you maybe right. depending Couple, on your viewing habit, twenty five cents. Yeah, yeah, maybe a dime. So yeah. there you go. Was it worth a dime to you? Sure. Right. <laughs> and that's and that's and that's honestly Netflix screen plan. Like yeah. we're going to spend this much. We're going to get a bunch of people to watch it because it's there. Yeah, that is which true. for us is successful. Yes. Yes, that's that's what that's what I'm hoping happens here. Is I hope that uh, you know people will come and they'll watch it because it's there. And what did they really end up paying for it? We <laughs> have we have so, we have viewer feedback from Pat Piper. Pat oh wants, no! Uh, yeah, Pat wants to know uh, if you realize that you look like Morrissey. Yeah, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I take it over Pete Sampras. I used to get so you look like Pete Sampras. I'm like. Come on. I got George Clooney once. And it was I think it was from a hobo. <laughs> you got George Clooney once from a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, now here's an here's an interesting uh there's an interesting one. So so Charlie asked a question. Do you think that there's any chance that the Cloverfield Paradox will become a series from the one time movie? That's an interesting question. If I if I really believe that the movie had anything to do with Cloverfield, yes, but you yeah. could tell that they crammed it. They just in. kind of like Tacked on the name. Oh yeah, because all you do is take away the parts where it's down the city and the guy dealing with the kid. Yeah, and that's what the movie was supposed to be. It was supposed to be called God Particle, and it couldn't. No one was picking it up or distributing it. 
as far as I heard. J.J. Abrams got a hold of it, decided just to try to see if he could link it in. Yeah. Um, and added stuff into it. Like, at the end. Oh, my God. Did you see it? No. Uh, there's just, like, one very final part. Like, really? Really? You're just going to throw that in there? Like, that, this is Cloverfield. Well, that's what makes it the paradox. I don't know of any paradox. I think I think at all. A, I think Pat is saying you're full of shit. He just says I know no. I am. He should know this by now. But uh, the fact I mean, there's some like I love Chris O'Dowd, so I will I'll watch it just for him because I oh, think he's amazing. the IT crowd guy. Yes, is he in that? Yes. Oh, okay. Then maybe. And I there's another watch. guy. There. Have you ever? Do you ever see? There was a a movie like a couple years ago that was about. Formula One racing, a British guy versus a German guy. Oh my god, that's so it's so not helpful. You know the movie that has cars and they race and there's people and one's German, one's a, you know. Oh yeah, you know. yeah, that. Was. I think it was a Ron Howard movie. I think. Huh. No. No. But anyway, I don't know. there's the guy that, that the German guy who plays a German guy. There's a German guy. This is not helping my am, mood at all. Am, this, is not I, my... this is why I talk with my hands. Uh-huh. It's because I'm better at sign language at this point. You know that the the with the <laughs> um anyway. Is it right? Well, I don't even know what you're talking. What are we talking about? Oh, people that were in Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, Chris O'Dowd. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Okay. Sure. He loses his arm and his arm is sentient and moves around. Okay. Well you know. Sure. As it does. Well, yeah. I think it's, yes, Rush. The movie is Rush. 100% got it. Thank you, Charlie. There you go. Yeah. So, so, so is that the paradox? The sentient arm? Yes, that's what it is. Okay. All right. Worms. Involves worms, a gun, a 3D printed gun. Uh, actually, here's what it is. It's Sunshine. Have you seen the movie Sunshine? Um, mixed with the alien. Bits and pieces of it. Yes. It's like any other space disaster movie. The, the really cool part is that it, it tries to, but doesn't very well deal with the fact that they create a, uh, uh, the paradox is the fact that they're trying to create energy quant- with quantum particles that create a, 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 basically a multiverse. They flip over into the multiverse, which in itself is a cool concept, but then it turns into aliens. Weird things happen. Everyone starts disappearing and dying off and oh, screaming and game over and all that stuff. Just turns into aliens. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the way I kind of. But I should watch it because it's free, right? It's free. So you have to watch it. Sure. Okay. Well, you have to. They'll cancel your membership if you don't. Mm. That's what I heard. Well, I better get that's what I heard. That's what Alex Jones told me. Oh, well. <laughs> My CTO comes by and is like, there's a fight outside. I'm like, what? What? So like we all – we're on the ninth floor. We all run to this one office and look down and there's a group of about 25 high school students and all of them are fighting. Girls, guys, all of it. And we're all just all like, holy shit. We're just like watching this fight. That was like the highlight of my month. <laughs> like watching it? teenagers, like 14-year-olds punch each other, sucker punch. One kid grabbed another kid and threw his head into a – a pillar. It was it was nasty, real fast. Wow. The security guy came out. I was like yelling at him, and they're like, kind of laughing at him. But then they all ran away somewhere. Whatever. Else. It, was, it was intense. Man. It was the highlight of my day. That went 
so far left from where I thought that that was going to go. I mean, if you're, if your CTO comes, <laughs> because, because I mean, you, you know, listen to me, you know, hear me out. Your CTO comes running in. There's a fight, you know, so is it like two engineers bitching about Linux distros or something like that? But, you know, <laughs> it's a, but no, this it's is a like a real, on whether we should implement, uh, React and if we should do It was a real bitch fight. It was literally a fight. And we're like, oh, oh, wow. oh shit. Like we, we had no idea what he meant because he all just, we just followed him and we all looked at the window we're like, oh, you meant a fight. Like you really meant a fight. It was a brawl. Very nice. Turned out it was all fake. They're all crisis centers. Oh, well, there you go. Alex Jones brought them to your office because you didn't give them the money. Didn't give them the money. We have, a, we have some feedback. None of us have Netflix. Oh, <laughs> we, no. we have some feedback on the line. It's Pat. Apparently our voicemail line doesn't work. And uh, and our movie talk is pissing him off. So I have a feeling that he he, he he wants he wants to probably horn his way onto the show. You sure you got the phone number right? Uh, it's just ringing. Can you hear that? I hear that. The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Fuck you. I think I that he you. just didn't read it. Oh yeah, you know what? It worked. Said the numbers. It, it said worked. The numbers. Right there, it is. Missed, missed call. One missed call. Oh, but then why did it say that the number is unavailable? Well, I don't know. That's Wait, what she what? said, did she? Well, no, she said is not. She said that the user is not available right now. Oh, because you didn't I, answer. I set, I, yeah, I didn't answer, and I haven't set up a a thing. And right here, here's there's there's Pat's call. I see Pat's what call is, right uh, there. The best thing is to read the translation of Google. Now I see. Now I see your. Oh, now I see another call coming from Tulsa, Mm. and missed that one. And what's the uh, translation for? And yeah, and then there's your voicemail. It says "fuck you." Fuck you. So (laughs) I got it. Yeah, yeah, I I am not exactly sure. Not exactly what I said. I said "fork poo." Oh, Google, (laughs) getting it wrong. Pat's old. You got to give him time to get used to this new te- technology. It's not Morse code, or that's right. So I okay. Look, I will promise this. It's I will like after after we get done with this, I will go and I will set a a message so that you know that you're actually talking to a, a, a phone number. I mean, geez, what do you guys want, or what do you want? What yeah. do you want, Pat? Who's Pat? Uncle Weepy? We should give him this guy some sort of personality. Who's this Uncle Weepy? I know we. There, I, we do you know any character actors that would make a good Uncle Weepy? Because I th- I feel like I feel like we need to have, uh, <laughs> you know, like like in the theme music, we need like an intro guy and he's like, oh, like Stacy Keach. It's Uncle Weepy. Or, oh, it should be yeah, Stacy oh, Keach. Yeah, you know Stacy Keach, right? Yeah, like a grizzled kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you know? You stupid uncle. Uh, it's me, Uncle drink. Weepy. Yeah. I'm on yeah. I'm on the porch, just crying in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon is brought to you by Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? Chances are you probably have. You've thought about it, but you didn't really know how to go about it. Well, let me tell you, there's a great way for you to get your your voice out to every single person that is on this planet, and that is through a service called Pippa. 
So what do you do? You get yourself a microphone. You get yourself an idea. You record yourself a show. You set yourself up with a PIPA account, and they make it super easy to upload your show, get all of the data you need to put in there, and they can even help you with great instructions on how to put your podcast on every single major podcast platform in the world. You're talking about iTunes. You're talking about Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Heck, you can even put it on Amazon Alexa. You might even be listening to our show right now on your own very Alexa dingus, and it was made possible through Pippa. It makes podcasting ridiculously easy. Unlike some of the other podcast hosts, they have unlimited file hosting, great analytics, so that way you know how many people are listening to your show, where they're listening from, what kind of devices they're listening from. You get all sorts of great information, and for a data geek like me, it's You'll, you're just gonna you're just gonna click refresh over and over. It's 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 a real rush. And as your podcast begins to grow and you grow in listenership, and you start to be able to uh, perhaps attract the attention of advertisers, Pippa can help you there too to monetize your show. Get that money, son. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Jeremy, that this all sounds great, but there are so many things about setting up a podcast that I just either don't know how to do or don't have time to do. Sure, I can record myself a podcast, but then I need to set up a website. Well, you know what? Pippa can take care of that for you. Every Pippa account comes not only with unlimited hosting for your podcast files, but also sets up a show page for your podcast. You can easily share your show with followers on Twitter and Facebook using their sharing widgets. It's great. Podcasters all over the world love Pippa. Uncle Weepy loves Pippa too, and that's why we use it. But don't just take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. Go to Pippa.io and set yourself up an account today. You can use a free account that will let you put up to five episodes total, and then when you're ready to grow, you can do so for as little as $12 a month. Again, that's Pippa, the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast that also sounds really prim, perfect, and British. Our thanks to Pippa for supporting Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to think of things that are preoccupying my week that I'm trying to, I'm trying to unplug from reading the news. Oh, so, so Fire and Fury is not what you're reading then? No. Now I'm reading Blood Meridian right now, which is a Cormac McCarthy book. Hmm. I'm fiction. I'm trying to read fiction. I'm trying to... Not engage in, not engage, that's not the right word. I'm trying to not obsess about the insanity of the news cycles that we have. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's a which is choice. really hard. I know. <laughs> because it's fascinating and it's really, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's entertaining. That's exactly why I watched it because the train wreck is fun to watch. Yeah. Fun is probably not the right word. It's fascinating. Maybe that's more accurate. Because you're watching history be made to some degree. It's not good history, but it's no, history. It is history, one way or the other. Yes. But at the same time, I don't need to get myself so wrapped up in it. It's going to happen whether I'm watching or not. Mm-hmm. And most of it I can do nothing about. Yeah. So why sit there and obsess about, I can't do anything about a, an investigation. I can't do anything about the kind of control debate other than maybe show up at the March, with the 25th, uh, the March, the March, the Marchy for, March, yeah, yeah, Marchy March. Like, and I can do, March. I could do some things, but all things, I, I, it's just obsessing about stuff that I can't do anything about at this moment. I can vote in November, yeah, for you know getting people in that will hopefully fucking do something. But at the other, like all this other stuff is just 
working me up for no reason, and it's not good for anxiety. That's for sure. That is the true. world is it, the world is going to happen whether I worry about it or not. Yep, my my parents. So <laughs> when we when we went to go visit for uh, for the holidays for Christmas, it was it was right before uh, New Year's, and we're sitting in the living room and I'm and and we're watching TV and I, it doesn't even matter what we were watching. I can't even remember that, but I'm sitting at a weird angle from the TV and I'm noticing. That as you know, the the bottom corner starts getting at the you know the the right pixels behind it. That the the MSNBC logo has been burned into their television. And so, what? Yes. Really? Yes. And so one, one, it's a TV that can have burned pixels into it. Well, and two, it's no, MSNBC. I mean, well, no, that, well, that's that's it's it's not. It's like a plasma TV. And so I'm not exactly sure what the, what the deal is, but so so yeah, so I'm sitting here and I'm going, yeah, and and I mean we're watching something like we're watching like an HBO movie or something like that, I'm like, right? <laughs> just apropos of nothing, yeah, of nothing. I'm like, there's an MSNBC logo in your corner, in the corner of your TV, and my dad's like, they're not. What are you talking about? They're not. Oh, oh, no, no, no. There is no. There is. And if you if you check it out. Uh, you know, you've got to wait until there's like snow or, you know, a white background back there, but I swear to God it's there. And so every once in a while, and so finally it got to a point where, you know, there was like this big wide snow shot. And so I said, pause it now. And yeah, and so everybody had to get up and, and stand behind, behind my chair and take a look at it. And then, yeah, and everybody's like, well, I'll be damned. There it is. There's MSNBC logo. And, and as I say, Watch, watch a lot of it. And he's like, Oh yeah, your mom's got it on probably about 12, 16. It's on all day. It's it's, on yeah, all she's day got on. about 12, 16 hours a day. It's just on all the time. And so that people think there's someone home and we won't get robbed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's science. so, so, you know, and, and then, and then, so I said all of that to say this because I, you know, so I said, okay, so hey, mom, why, uh, why are you watching MSNBC 12 to 16 hours a day? And she's like, well, because we're watching history unfold, Jeremy. This is history. This is history that, you're, that, that is happening right now around us. And, and sure, but, uh, you know, I could also argue that any given news day where everything is history is also history that is happening. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, at least it's not Fox News, I guess. That's what I'm. Yeah, yes, that is your, that I'm is your saving grace because then you would be having completely different right. kinds of yes, conversations. Yes, we, we would have way way different conversations. Yeah. yeah, like I had with my dad about gun control. Actually, it was a pretty good conversation. But was, I mean, it was I mean it it was a legitimately because what 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 I wanted to talk about was the mental health backup plan. Like where okay, you don't want to talk about anything with guns. You want to talk about people with mental health problems. Let's talk about that. Because uh, there was a, I don't know if you're listening to Daily, it's the New York Times podcast. Uh-huh. Uh They had this psychologist on in California, and she was talking. Did I tell you about this already? No, I, I haven't I heard about this. I've told somebody. I don't remember who. But it was basically she had seen, there was a, a teen boy who was posting pictures of guns and was being threatening on Facebook. And his brother was concerned, his parents were concerned, so they sent him to a therapist. She talked with him, and she's like, I could tell he was just an angry a uh, teenage boy who had been bullied and ostracized and didn't feel socially connected and was disgruntled, but there was nothing I could diagnose him with. He wasn't 
delusional. He wasn't paranoid. He wasn't suicidal. Like, because you can put someone in a hospital for being suicidal, self harm. Sure. So, like, he hadn't specifically threatened anybody. He hadn't done anything physically violent to anybody. He'd only talked about it in social media. She's like, so what was I to do? Mm-hmm. The only way for someone to be flagged in our current system is for them to be put into a hospital. She's like, so I had a choice as a doctor to either do it because I was concerned about what potentially could happen, despite not having any literal things happened, or let them go because nothing had happened. So she said what she did is she, she proposed that he be put in a hospital, but he had to go before a judge, and the judge determined he was fine and let him go. And she says it haunts her every day. She hears about a school shooting that it's going to be this kid. But the point was being that she's like, it's very hard to determine what makes someone mentally unill. Like mm-hmm. every teenage boy or 80% of teenage boys would be in a mental hospital because they are angry and ostracized and aggressive and all that because of hormones and everything else. She's like, it, we it's like putting people into hospital one, it would become so expensive. There'd be so many kids in the hospital cost prohibitive. We don't have enough people for it. And two, we're also precogging essentially we're doing the, you know, we're predetermining something that hasn't happened yet, which is the yeah. problem with any kind of crimes. But like, she's like, it's not so simple just to say these people are crazy because crazy has a definition. And most of these kids do not even come close to falling within that. Yeah. They're they're They know what they are doing. They're able to make mental decisions. They're able to function. She's like people who are crazy can barely function. Mm-hmm. They, they probably can't even go about to purchase a gun. But that's the only people who would, in the law that we have now, would be prohibited from getting a gun. The ones who are blatantly obvious, unable to probably even get one. Yeah, because they, they could just never even, they could never even make it to the store. Right. Let alone, yeah. Right. Because, I mean, because some, some sort of incident would happen. They, you know, they yep. would see, they would hallucinate or who, who knows. Right. Um, so I'm like, so that's huh. the argument. So like, if that's your argument, Where's the solution for that? Mm-hmm. Basically, my point being like it's not a worthwhile argument because it it creates – it's a bigger problem than the easier solution, which is let's try to be a little bit smarter about how we decide who gets like licensing, time periods, uh, yeah. you know, this for, for example – my my friend's wife is, wants to be a therapist. She has to go through three thousand hours of of practicing before she can have her own practice. But this is just trying to help people with their mind. If you want to buy somebody that literally just kills people, eh, there's no time period. Just get it. Yeah, like there we have so many. I'm talking about restrictions and control, we do it for everything. But for some reason, when it comes to a gun, no, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. So let's well, not use I mean, the word. Let's not use the word control. Let's talk management. Well, how about we talk management, licensing? Let's. Let, I, so like, I want to move away from using the gun, the word gun control. Let's talk about management or uh, licensing or something like that. Because the the straw man argument from anyone who owns a gun is that we're trying to take the guns away. I'm like, no, that is clearly the easiest solution. Uh-huh. But it's not going to happen in America. So right. let's talk about being reasonable. What's reasonable? You should have to know how to fucking use a firearm before you can get one. Prove capability, just like you do with a car. Yeah. Get relicensed every now and then. Uh, longer, like Australia, you have to have a reason for wanting it. It's like, if you want to go, what's this gun going to be for? Is it for 
skeet shooting, hunting, you yeah. know, whatever. Give a reason. And if it's just like, oh, I'm a collector, they might be like, no. Nah. Yeah. Like, that's not a reason. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, um, we uh, were, I mean, we, these are- we were in the Bahamas, uh, around, uh, between, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we got, <laughs> we got into a discussion with, uh, one of our, one of our cab drivers about American gun control and American gun laws and, and different things like that. But, um, he's been working to purchase a rifle and, it's been a year and a half since he started right. the, you know, and he said, I'm it's almost middle done. Process, right. Yeah. You know, I'm almost done with the process. Uh, you know, I think, I think that, you know, I, it's good it's, gun owner, good gun owners, good people who are capable can easily pass the skills yeah. test, can easily wait for a little bit and get the proper way. It's that we're trying to stop the impulse people who are angry and upset right. And a gun can be a quick purchase to deal with a short-term problem that has a lot of emotional, like, and I, I don't even care about, that's not right. Mass shootings are the, the smallest part of gun deaths. It's suicide. If we could even present, uh, prevent a lot of these teenagers from killing themselves with guns, that's a big boon. That's what's mostly happening with guns. Teenagers are sad. They can get a gun and they can make an instant decision with no, there's no recourse. Pills, right? Other things, you know. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Stomach pumped, all sorts of stuff. A gun has no, unless you miss. It's it. Your your impulse, yeah, is is fatal. Yeah, rather than harmful. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, I mean, that's a part of it too. Like, I, I I think that's a big part of what people are missing. Like, it's not just about these mass shootings. Those are horrific and and insane to think that. Kids from kindergarten on are daily, not daily. They understand what it is to have a gun drill. That means you go hide in a closet. That's fucked up. That they don't even have the right to be a kid. Their freedom is not like be a kid and not worry about this stuff. It's like, no, fuck you. I want my guns and my toys. You now have to learn what it is to hide in a closet so you don't die from the thing that my toy, you know? Mm-hmm. I get pretty pissed off about it because it doesn't make sense. But regardless of that, it's, it's about. Suicide. I mean, people kill themselves with so many times a day, and that there's just no way back from that. Yeah. Well, I and I definitely agree. And I think that the the other side of you know you're you're saying, of course, you know, your impulse with a gun is is so quick and so immediate. Uh, it's and also even if you do pills or decide to hang yourself or you know different things like it. I think a lot um, effort. It's it's yeah, it's a lot more effort, which means that there's a lot more of a moment of that. Hey, <laughs> you know, like at the last yeah. second. Hey, this is really a dumb idea. Yep. And uh, maybe I shouldn't go through with this. And so yep. yeah, I mean, you know, the the pull of a trigger is so fast that there's 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 no coming back from that decision. So. Because it's usually made a desperate impulse. Again, we're talking about mental health here. It's yeah. people who need help and people who don't have that. I think it must be hard for them to understand. Like, why would you do that? Why would you get a gun? Why would you think that you have to? And it's like, because literally you feel like you have no, no other recourse. It's the only thing that's good for the world and for you and for everyone if you're gone. Mm-hmm. And that gun makes that so quick and so done. Yep. 
Where's pills? You have to find them. You have to take them. You have to wait. You have to wait for it to take effect. Right. Yeah. And if it's, and then you can be like, this is stupid. This is stupid. What am I doing? You can, you know, epic yeah. whatever, make yourself right. throw up. All, like, all of these things are, again, not a cure. Like, you could, people will still kill themselves. I understand that. Yeah. Completely. But we should make it a lot less hard for, Right. For people to yeah. just. People will still it. kill themselves. People will still buy guns and yeah. do, you know, and go shoot things up, go shoot people up and things like yep. that. But, but I mean, these are all worthwhile conversations. And I'm, I, it's, it's hard because you don't want to come at it emotionally. Right. Cause that's not always logical, but you also don't want to come at it, um, so angrily that you're just setting off the conversation. And it's anger on both sides of people who staunchly believe that they have the right to own a gun trying to say, like, you've been told the straw man argument that everyone who wants some form of gun management wants to take your gun away. This mm-hmm. is not true. That was a big tangent, wasn't it? That was that was a gigantic tangent. You got heavy on us. Because, because I, I guess I guess it's also tapping into like what we're talking about here is trying to destigmatize what anyone deals with. You know, they're. Yeah. Mental pro, mental prof, so mean. That's not true. Everyone's brain is unique and none of them are perfect and we all deal with a spectrum of issues, right? And rather than just call someone crazy because they're not like us, like a crazy person with a gun, you dive into it. Look, we're all crazy. Mm-hmm. If that's all, the we've word all got our thing. Speak. That's for sure. Right. And the, the, what we want to try to do, I think on the show is make it safe. I'm raising kids for dealing with it, so I'm trying to figure out. Oh, like I learned that I had it only because I see it reflected in my kids. Oh, and the doctor told me that they had anxiety. That means I do because I do that more. And, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. this is us, I think, wandering through the forest of destigmatizing what anyone deals with on any kind of scale. Yeah, sadness, weepy, the weepies. Yeah, I've been trying to. I've been trying to think that perhaps. Based on some feedback that we've gotten, maybe maybe the the description of the show needs to change a little bit in insofar as we are we are two guys that are having a a, a self help and advice show that will absolutely not help or advise you in any any way shape or form. I mean, the title of the show is fun. I don't know that it's always supposed to be. No, I I, I you it know. Can, it can't be. If it's if it's all weepy sads all the time, yeah. Nobody that's wants, not a nobody, fun well. Nobody wants to hear into. all of our weepy sads. Nobody no. wants to hear that. No, I don't want to wallow, and it's a hard well to keep dipping into. There's it plenty is. of other places that are way better at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. People people who actually might be licensed about this. Yeah. Could actually maybe, have maybe truly help somebody other than than us. Yeah. My uh, advice is just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. Suck it up. Thanks for listening to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard, and hopefully you got something good from it. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. You can look for Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon on Facebook, or you can just send a regular old email to talk at UncleWeepy.show. Our hope is that we can help you. And in order to do that, there are a couple of things you can do to help us. First, please rate and review this show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you happen to subscribe. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely the podcast robots that run the world are to suggest this show to someone else. And 
That means more help for everybody. We all win. Second, if you like what you hear, support us on Patreon. Supporters of the show will gain access to exclusive content and other fun things that we haven't even dreamed of yet. Go to patreon.com slash uncleweeby today to give us some of your money. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.